Okay, so hi Tracy. Nice hi Joe. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on. And we met through Twitter. Um, and you on Twitter, you're so kind and so uh -huh. sweet. And I really connect with people like that on Twitter, you know, because of all the stuff that goes on social media. And I feel like on Twitter, there, there is a really supportive writing community there. There's really, and, and people who aren't on Twitter don't understand, because I, I tell other writers and artists, you know, it's really a positive place if you get into the right groups. Yes. And you for the other stuff. Yeah. And it, you know, so yeah, it's a very good way to connect, I believe, and with readers too. Yeah, I also think that as as art artists, people we're we're really sensitive, so we really need that extra boost. Even though it seems kind of like, oh, you know, we're we're actually each other's cheerleaders, you know. We kind of right. yeah. Yeah, we need it, and it, and it's nice, you know. I don't feel so alone when I yes. see writers say, "I'm excited if I can sell one book a week." And it's like, yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, I don't feel alone in all of that. I I always um, relate to the people that can't seem to get that book finished. You know, that's what I'm like. Ah, then I go try and write poetry for a while, and I'm like, oh, now I'm wasting my time and. You know, then you feel guilty for not working on the book, and oh, and I have like three or four things going on in my head to write, but, you know. Ah. Yeah, exactly. Ah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> um, so really, I wanted to start off with just you sharing who you are, like what is your background, and, you know, where are you from? Did, did you go to college for this, or did it come later on in life? How did that happen for you? How, how, where, who, what, where? <laughs> I, I grew up in Southern California and now I'm on the central coast of California. Yes. I just love California. And, and yeah, and I, I'm close to the ocean. I, the ocean is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. My best childhood memories are being in the ocean. I and, as far as the writing goes, I was encouraged by some junior high and high school teachers. By the time I hit college, I just, the confidence going into a creative writing program, I just didn't have to, of course, a BA in sociology. I did odd jobs here and there. I've had lots of different jobs in my lifetime. And then I went to get um, a master's in clinical psychology. and found out along the way as I was working on my hours that it really wasn't suited for me. I, I for lack of better term, too thin skin, I would take everyone's issues and problems home with me and, and I figured, you know, I wouldn't best serve other people because I I, I just it, it just poured into me. So I slowly but surely went into writing and how I went into writing, it wasn't by getting an MFA, yeah. but I kind of did my own master's program in writing. And, and this is how I did it, is that I started writing just short how-to articles for online papers and magazines, mm -hmm. honed my skills, noticed how the editors changed my wording. I took that along the way 
it was suggested to me by my friend, why don't you write a novel? You're such a good writer. And I thought, oh, do I have a novel in me? And I actually did. So then I took a slew of writing courses, adult ed writing courses, online writing courses with Writer's Digest online writing courses. I went to writer's conferences. And the first novel called The Grace of Crows took me eight years in that process of learning and writing. And I was so ecstatic because I, I was traditionally published under a small publisher and that was put out. And then I worked, I thought the second novel, the one that was just released in the fall of 2021, would be faster, but that took me nine years because there were so many changes along the way. Uh, but I have to say, I'm uh, I'm very proud of both novels and they come from the heart. They come from my own personal experience as well as, you know, just sheer imagination. And so that's, that's my writing journey. It's great. I mean, so it sounds like you've, kind of stumbled into writing but you always had stories to tell which yeah. yeah um i always had i always wanted in the back of my head to be a writer and i always thought I, it wouldn't be possible so as i got older and the self-confidence increased by just getting some articles published and i recommend that for anyone because then you get a byline and it just helps you. You you feel like okay, I've been published. You're not a maybe a published author, but you're a published writer. And so I don't know about stumbling into writing, but I would say I slowly but surely steadfastly went into writing. Does that make sense, Jody? Yes, that sounds because I I can relate. You know, it's I'm I'm a storyteller and. I'm just trying to look for ways to tell my stories, you know, one of them is poetry. And poetry just kind of seems, I wouldn't say easier, but my attention span, it, it helps with that, because I, you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, and I mean, poetry has been, many writers read poetry to inspire them, because yes. the poets, yes. it's hard to do to get that feeling and that short amount of space yes so yes. i've heard that poets can work on one poem for years sometimes that's the other thing is sometimes i'm inspired by poetry in terms of it seems like the only thing that I really that i enjoy the most doing and um that well why don't i just write a whole book like that you know, like the odyssey but when i went to sundance i really was inspired to write you know, I've always kind of wanted to write screenplays. So when I went to Sundance, that's why I was asking about your book last week. You know, if you thought about a movie version of it. Because it's... Because the whole title is evocative, isn't it? like floating underwater, you know? It's like, you know, what are you doing down there? Because everyone loves to go under the water. Just, you know, the sound when you're underwater, even if it's just for a couple seconds, it's like whole other world and then you pop up and you're like god you feel like you've been in a dream yes so i, I tried to evoke that okay. feeling in this book and 
Yeah, the title before I think I had, um, it was like The Girl Who Floated Underwater, da, da, da. And there's so many titles with the girl. So I thought, oh, why not just floating underwater? So thank you. I appreciate that you like the title. I love it. And then the fact that it's next to a beach town, that also I, helps, you know. But also, don't we think of water as a spiritual medium? Yes, yes. And, you know, it's it's where human beings are born from. I mean, we all come from the ocean way from the very beginning of when this earth was happening. Life came from the ocean. And that is why when my character is miscarrying before when she has a premonition, she pictures a sparrow, a dead sparrow floating down to the ocean because, you know, that's the amniotic fluid is, is from the, well, it's not from the ocean, but it's salty like the yeah. ocean. Yes. So there's symbolism in there. Yeah. I love researching symbolism when I write. Sometimes it's like that's my day is spent on researching yeah. things before I can even write. Right. That's, that's what I feel like a lot, too. I'm always researching little tidbits of information. I get lost all day in it. But you haven't written a thing. <laughs> I don't. I know. It's it's really fun, right? It's like, yeah. and then it's yeah. And I think, I don't think we're alone. I think that happens to a lot of people. <laughs> I go, I'm studying. I'm watching this movie. I'm studying the screenplay. <laughs> right. The dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Segue into the next scene, you know. I'm studying. Uh, but I feel that um, books ha are the beginning of it all. You know, every time I think to go write a screenplay, I want to go back to the book because it just, you just need that other, it feels more whole when you read a book, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, and I, we've discussed this before with the study from Emory University where reading is actually good for the brain yes. and it takes readers on the protagonist's journey so what's interesting is I guess they've done all these studies where after people read novels and they go on that protagonist's journey not only are they more empathetic mm -hmm. but they also they get almost like a shock of courage from the protagonist's journey and they feel less fearful as well. So, I mean, reading is very, very powerful. Yes. Movies are beautiful and powerful too. And I feel like I can do the same thing watching a movie, but I think there's both. I think it's good to have both because we need entertainment in our life for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree. What I wanted to ask also was, what is your um, inspiration for this book and your characters in floating underwater? Yeah, so I, I had mentioned before it was based on some of my own reality as well, well as imagination. And I had uh, suffered from two miscarriages myself, and I felt like I never got to fully grieve those miscarriages. and and. I mean, I found out later that so many women miscarry and don't even always talk about it. So I wanted yeah. my character to, to go through that and 
to talk about the grieving process with that within the storyline. And then I also wanted to talk about how a beloved parent, her mother, who has schizophrenia, how that is for a child, and, and in this case in the book, for, for the daughter. I had worked uh, with schiz people who were dealing with schizophrenia for two years, and I sometimes would meet with them and their family, and I thought, you know, that would be an interesting take, because she adores her mother, her mother adores her as well. And just to uh, talk about how that is, and her fear of perhaps, because it was adult onset for her mom, would that happen to her as well? And then when she's experiencing these spiritual phenomenon, she's on the fence of, is this really spiritual nature or am I experiencing, you know, the first signs of schizophrenia? So I thought that was interesting because I think we all, at sometimes in our life, we experience things that aren't always, can't always be explained. And, and um, I just thought it would be fun to explore that. And it was really fun to write about it as well. And it's, it's kind of a deep, sad subject. Did you feel sad when you were writing or did it feel like a release? Uh, that's a good question, Jody. I did feel sad, and <laughs> I would cry. I felt sad reading it. I I wanted to know if that's you. You I mean you would, you know? I figured you. I felt sad. That's all I wanted. To say. Yeah. No, and I did feel sad. And then with both books, I do hopeful, feel good endings because I feel like we all need that in life. But yes, I I did feel sad writing it and. At the last year of putting it together and revising and proofreading and all of that, my mom died. My mom died in the fall of, let's see, it was released in 2021. She was died in, oh gosh, did she die in 2020? I can't remember. But so I was going through the process of my mom dying while I was finishing it up. And so I, felt like there's a lot of things going on in the novel where the character misses her mom and I was missing my mom so it was was kind of an interesting parallel yeah I feel that a lot of authors write from personal experience right yes I do mm -hmm.